Hello, it's Mike Lowry. The Relevant Show. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to episode five of The Relevant Show. It's the show where myself, Blake Hilkmeyer, alongside co-host Peyton Williams, two broke college students, judge the faces of multi-million dollar industries and people. We have a lot of fun up here. Up here for episode number five, we have a special guest on the show today. It's our first special guest appearance, actually, by our hometown boy, Jagger Ogden. Welcome, Jagger. Yes, sir. How's it going? Fantastic. All right, this is going to be a lot of fun up here in the studio. We hope you guys enjoy this show. We're going to get things started off right away. Peyton, what is the first name? All right, first up we have global warming. All righty, global warming, a very sensitive topic here. Uh, the past couple of years, global warming is a national phenomenon. Basically, uh, you know, the ice caps are melting, polar bears are dying. Polar bears are actually a very... um. Very mean animal. I'm not really too fond of them. So, uh, but that's not that's not what we're here for. We're here to talk about global warming. Uh, global warming, Peyton. What are, what are kind of your initial thoughts on global warming? Um, if you think about it, we used to be in an ice age. Like the whole world was covered in ice, and obviously that's not how we're living now. So, if you think about it from like a spread out standpoint, we've the world has been in global warming for a very long time, and it's done us well. It, it, yes, That's facts. That's <laughs> yes, facts. but there's there's just an extent to how far you can go with it. We don't we don't <laughs> want it to get too bad. Um, I think that there's obviously a lot of people uh, who think it's a big deal. Think we need to cut down on things to help with global warming. And I would say that it's it is a pretty big deal, but I think it kind of gets stretched. Um. Climate change obviously is happening, but climate change has always been happening. Yeah. It's not like we've had a stable climate for like millions of years. Yeah, it's, exactly. it's always been changing. So I, I think um, activists and the media give it a lot of relevancy. I don't know if it needs it, Yeah, but it's there. No. But I, w- I would say that it probably is relevant because because it's been happening for a long time and it still does happen and it's kind of it's kind of getting to an alarming rate and who knows I mean the world could end because of it yeah we, we never know but that's really what I think about it I I think it is pretty relevant considering the circumstances Jags what do you think about this uh, I would also have to say it's pretty relevant but I don't really give a shit about it so. <laughs> I mean that's just facts. Uh we had a mock discussion in my uh um, my uh history class about global warming. Pretty fucked up, not going to lie. <laughs> I cannot lie about that. Uh I would say a lot of a lot of the kids in my class think it's relevant for sure, but and I would agree with them, but as well as myself and the other kids in my class, they don't think it's really that big a deal they would say that they definitely should uh start regulating stuff uh figuring out stuff to make this problem go away but i'm gonna give a shout out to my boy garrison hansen he said it very well that if we don't we obviously don't have an answer to it now so if we don't keep industrializing and building knowledge on the topic and making advancements we're never going to actually figure it out so i feel like you kind of have to take a risk and make i don't know you got to increase go increase global warming to stop it eventually yeah that's that's a very interesting uh point there from mr hansen himself a uh, very smart kid i'd definitely take his word for it but doesn't um, that help its relevancy too though that no, I would definitely say yeah. that does help its relevance. Yeah, I would yeah. definitely. I'd, I'd say so. I think that um, in terms of relevancy, global warming is honestly one of the most relevant things out there right now. But you have to, okay, people get mad at our generation for um, seemingly kind of not caring about global warming. And I don't necessarily think that that's fair. I mean, you know, we're, we're kids. I mean, I'm 19 years old. I you know, I don't even know what I'm going to eat for supper tomorrow. I really don't care. Blake, uh, you're going to eat either ravioli or a party pizza. That's facts. I, I do know what I'm going <laughs> to eat for supper tomorrow. That was a little bit extreme, but you get the gist of it. I mean, it's hard to care about something when you know 
in long term, it might not really affect you. I mean, say we live to be 100 years old, it still might not necessarily affect us. I mean, California might be underwater. Who gives a shit about California? I mean, honestly, I could not care less about what happens to California. So, yeah, I think um, I think we're all pretty much uh, ready to call that relevant. I think we're going to stick global warming in the relevant category. I think we're ready to move on. So, P, do us the honor. Seven up for the next one. Seven up. Oh, seven. my goodness. Seven up. The worst drink out there. That's, Nobody. Is it, though? I the personally worst? think I it is. I think it's worst. absolutely horrible. I cannot stand the taste of seven up. I think the reason it cures, like, I think the reason parents give it to you when you have the flu is because it's literally just like, I don't even know what pesticides, maybe, that literally just <laughs> eating your insides away. It basically just gives you a new uh, stomach lining. I absolutely can't stand 7-Up. But here we are again. It is not whether or not I like the product. It is of its relevancy. So, PM, I'll let you start this one off. So, 7-Up, I would agree with you. It's not the greatest. If you if you want, say you want a nice, refreshing lemon-lime drink, soda maybe, I, I have two choices in front of me. I have a 7-Up or I have a Sprite. Sprite's great. It's crisp, lemon so lime flavor, fresh. greatness. Oh, it's better than Seven Up. Oh, it, of course, yes. Out. And then you yeah. use Seven Up on the other hand, stale. So it's not. It doesn't have nasty. the same. Can you remember the last time you've drank Seven Up? No, I don't. I do not. I refuse to drink Seven Up. Yeah, Seven Up is bad. That's just all. That's all that you can say about it, really. Um, the rappers aren't aren't mixing their codeine with Seven Up. That's there's facts. a reason for that. Yep. There's a reason. It's because Sprite's better. Seven Up is I. It's not good, but I'd also say that it's not relevant. I, because like, I don't know. You never see anybody drinking Seven Up, but I, I've seen plenty of people drinking Sprites. Yeah. And other pops, obviously. If, if so, compared to the lemon lime sodas. Totally not relevant compared to other sodas, even less relevant. So if it's not even like if it's not even the best uh, lemon lime soda out there, I don't see how it really could be relevant. Yeah, go go ahead, Jagger. I mean, I, I think that's a very fair points that you made uh, there, Peyton, about the comparisons because obviously, you know, you look at Seven Up, it's definitely. Um, Obviously, very comparable to Sprite. It's much superior older brother. So I think those were a lot of fair comparisons. Jagger, what are your kind of thoughts on that? Uh, Peyton hit that shit on the fucking head of the nail. <laughs> They're seven up. Just trash, honestly. Sierra Mist. Oh, Sierra Mist is better, too. Sierra, yeah, yeah, exactly. Sierra, Sierra Mist, Mist isn't is that good, but it's but better it's than better seven, than up. seven up. Yeah, that I'd say Sierra Mist is like, it's kind of like in the median Sprite. Sprite is the goat uh, lemon lime drink. Exactly. Then you get uh, Sierra Mist in there, and then Seven Ups, literally just like the fucking bottom of the goddamn barrel. Yeah, it's, literally. Literally. it's terrible. So like, yeah, I just tried to look up the net worth of Seven Up, and I think I couldn't find. It. I'm just gonna assume it's like twenty dollars. I think that's a fair estimate. I don't. I mean, you know, I'm not gonna put too much effort into it because clearly they don't put too much effort into making good fucking sodas, not even decent ones. It's absolutely horrible. But that's you know, I mean. Yeah, you look at, I think Peyton, the best point that Peyton made was when he talked about the fact that not only rappers don't use 7-Up for their Cody and they use Sprite, but the fact that you never see somebody drinking a 7-Up willingly. That's facts. You go to your, you go, I'm going to set this picture up. You go to your great grandma's house. You, you need something to drink. All she has is dusty, uh, river water. What's that called? Fountain, uh, uh. What's tap water? There we go. All she has is dusty <laughs> tap water. So you're like, you know what? I, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get pop. Grandma, where, where's the pop at? Oh, it's in the basement, son. You walk down the steps. You find the only place on earth you would actually willingly drink 7-Up is in that dusty basement. You see a case of 7-Up that's been sitting there for probably 10 years because nobody wants to drink it. I really do not see the relevancy of 7-Up. That's probably the reserve for, like you said, when, they get, when somebody gets sick, you pull out the 7-Up yeah. to mm-hmm. try to make them feel better. And yeah, it's just I, that's the only thing it's good for is if if you have you have a tummy ache or something you're not feeling good, you know it's everybody you know eh, drink a seven up yeah. and, and hats off to it for being yeah able to like do good that. for that's you cool. you're good for like one thing but I'm sure you could drink a sprite and it's the same same effect I don't know what what it is about seven up that makes you feel better when you got a tummy ache but I'm sure sprite could do, do the job just as well yeah a- any closing remarks Jagger um I just want to say name one pop that you think could be beat 7-Up. Any pop, right? Exactly. Yeah. 
That's facts. Fucks Evan up. I think it's irrelevant. Yeah, I'm going to go with irrelevant. I think Jagger, you're sticking with irrelevant. I'm sticking with irrelevant. All right, so we're going to move seven up to the not relevant category, and we're going to move on to the next name. Okay, this one is Steve Kerr from Colby Hansen. All right, thank you to Colby Hansen for sending in the name. Steve Kerr, for those of you who don't know, is a basketball um Somewhat of a legend, honestly. Played in the 90s with Chicago Bulls. Um, played on MJ's team. Won a few rings. Uh, now he's a coach. He's a coach for the uh, dynasty Golden State Warriors. Uh, people have questioned his coaching abilities due to the fact that you know he was coaching with numerous All Stars, and then he kind of moved on to uh, this year without you know any All Stars on the team. And now they have a horrible record. They're sitting at you know one of the top teams for the lottery pick this upcoming draft. Uh, you know what? What kind of are your initial thoughts on Steve Kerr? Uh, his relevancy uh, in the league at the moment. Um. Okay. So when they when the Warriors decided to fire Mark Jackson way back when, yeah. this was before they won any of those championships. They were a good team, and you could definitely tell they were on the up, like they were on the come up for sure. And I, I loved Mark Jackson as a coach, and I was like, oh, this team is awesome. I loved the Warriors. I was like, they, they're moving in the right direction. And I was like, why would you why would you fire Mark Jackson? He he's a good coach. Yeah. And then they they hired Steve Kerr, and Steve Kerr kind of brought them to the next level. They were the the best team of all time. And because of that, he's he's really uh, remarked as a as a great coach, and he's seen by many as one of the best coaches in the league. But then when you, yeah, like you said, you you take away the all stars, and and not kind of shits it down his leg. Yeah. yeah, and also you should we bring into the uh, bring into consideration his headaches. Headaches? Yeah, he he missed he missed some games because of yeah, migraines. Yeah, that's right. And uh, Luke Walton stepped mm-hmm. in Bill Walton's and, illegitimate son. Yeah, his son. Okay, and and Luke Walton, we've seen Luke Walton. He coached. He 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 was a great coach, interim head coach when when Steve Kerr was out. Luke yep. Walton could carry that team. That was a great team. They had three of the best players in the Believe league. Believe they went undefeated team. under Luke Walton. Yeah. So Luke Walton could handle him, and then we see we saw Luke Walton go to the Lakers. Terrible coach, couldn't get his head out of his ass. Yeah. So this shitty coach managed to go undefeated with this great team. So maybe maybe we look at look at Steve Kerr too much. Maybe he yeah. is just a shitty coach with saying. good players. Yeah. And I, I think a lot of people have thought about that, and a lot of people question him because of that. That's a tough one, though. It is very because. Tough. Because you, when you when you think about him, he's obviously been a great basketball player, played in the NBA, won championships, won championships as a coach. You have to respect him for it. Mm-hmm. But but it's really hard to tell if he is a good coach or if he is just a bad coach with good players. Yeah, I don't know about him being relevant because you really haven't heard anything about Steve Kerr so far this year. Right? Yeah. Right now, I'd I'd say how bad his team is doing. He's really not relevant currently. Because the Warriors are on such a such like a down season right now, but we have Steph coming back. Clay Thompson will be back next season. Yep. Who knows about next season? Maybe maybe they'll be better. This one's tough. This one's really tough for me. I I'd almost put him in the middle section because it's such a hard such a hard topic to decipher because you can't really tell. If he's a good coach, or if he's just a bad coach with good players, I, I don't know where to sit on this. What do you think? Yeah, I don't. I think that's you made very good points. Kind of took the words right out of my mouth. I think Steve Kerr. I think it's unfair to say that he's a shitty coach at the moment. I think that you know it's it's only been one year, and the Warriors aren't honestly trying too hard to really have a good season. Once uh, once Curry went down this season, it was kind of all a downhill slope from there. Um, but I definitely would say that he's a better coach than most would actually think but I don't think he's quite the legendary coach that others would put him at. I think he's definitely in the middle as ter- in terms of talent wise as a head coach and I think that um yeah I I would om- honestly have to agree with you and put him in the middle section. I think that uh overall because he was literally one of the most relevant people in basketball for the past 5 years but I honestly you sure on sports center for 20 nights in a row I bet you don't hear a single word about him. I would I could agree to that. I think I think he could be a good, like a decent head coach, just but obviously you surround any coach with such great players 
They're gonna they're gonna do. They, hopefully, they're gonna do well. I think I could have coached that Warriors exactly. team. They they know. I feel like they know what they're doing enough that they don't need as much coaching as some other teams would. Yeah. And I feel like since he's kind, since we could kind of put him in the middle of middle of the pack for coaches, considering the players he's had, I'd say we he deserves to be in the middle of the pack here, kind of in the middle of the relevant and irrelevant section. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. I think we're going to go ahead and stick him in the middle category. For those of you who are wondering, Jagger, uh, our buddy up here, he's not the biggest basketball fan. That's why, basketball. He, that's why he didn't really say much um, during this uh, little portion of the show. So, unfortunately, he didn't get to hear too much of his voice, but don't don't worry. We'll, we'll get him included in this next name. I think we're going to stick Steve Kerr in the middle category, and we're going to move on. So, P, what's up? Okay, this one's this one's all for Jags. This was his name you wanted in here. We got Connor McGregor. Perfect. Fucking beast. Connor McGregor. An absolute tank um in the MMA world. He took on he switched uh sports actually. He took on uh boxing for a little bit to challenge arguably one of the greatest boxers of all time, Floyd Mayweather. He is. He, uh, he is the greatest time. boxer of all time, Floyd Mayweather. Um, stepped in the ring with him, put up a good fight in a sport that he really, you know, wasn't even comfortable with. And I know that Jagger uh, is big on this kind of stuff, and he'll actually he'll know a lot more what he's talking about than I will. So I'm gonna hand the ball, to Jagger. Conor McGregor is probably easily one of the best athletes in the world. I would say, record of 22 and four, I believe. He just had a fight not too long ago and knocked Cowboy out in 40 <laughs> 40 seconds. That's <laughs> pretty insane honestly he was a he was a contender for the belt he came out of retirement wiped the fucking ring with him Easily, just kicked his yeah. ass couple shoulders to the nose he was done i would honestly he's probably as relevant now as he as he was i don't know if i can say that actually he he was in retirement for a while but then he decided to come back and take on cowboy i would Definitely say he's going to have some upcoming fights that are that will be good. Maybe a rematch against Khabib, or uh, the I, I can't think of his name, but he he won the baddest motherfucker belt uh, against <laughs> Nate Diaz, and then Nate Diaz is also one of his uh, one of his possible fights. So I would I would say he's pretty relevant. I'm going to hand it off to these guys. Let them talk for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like you said, the fight that he was in recently, he beat the shit out of the dude. Oh, yeah. broke In 40 seconds, broke the guy's nose in three different places. Threw a couple elbows, or not even elbows, threw a couple shoulders. Shoulders. Yeah. It was really shoulders insane. to the nose, yeah. and then he just kicked the fuck out how, of him. How bad can you beat someone in 40 seconds? Wow. Well, like, that's, before, that's pretty before, impressive. Before uh, Ben Askren and this guy that I'm talking about who won the baddest motherfucker belt, I got, I'll look up his name here pretty quick, but... That guy knocked, I think, Ben Askren out in six seconds, which is now the fastest knockout in the UFC. But before that, Conor McGregor held that uh, against Jose Aldo, and it was 13 seconds. He just ran in, punched the guy, and he was done, and he won the belt. So, I mean... He'll beat some ass quick. Yeah. Yes, and, yeah. yes, that's facts. And we um we actually watched that you mentioned that Khabib fight um McGregor had that was the one uh correct me if I'm wrong where Khabib actually leapt into the stand into into the stands is that right? Yes, Jagger? that's right. Yeah, we we watched that one together. That was that was an absolutely insane um ending to a fight and I think that really brought a lot of relevancy towards um you know, even people who aren't necessarily familiar with the MMA, I feel like a lot of people heard about that. That brought a lot of attention towards McGregor and Khabib's name, and I think that really, you know, I believe, you know, that was a little while ago, so yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of living ago. in the past a little bit, but I think that, you know, in terms of relevancy throughout his whole career, I think that McGregor really has been, you know, one of the most relevant UFC fighters in history. I think the people have absolutely loved bringing up his name in you know almost any discussion related with fighting. And I think that I think that Jagger's right. I think that in the future he's out of retirement now. He's got his swagger back. He's he's a little bit more level headed it seems like than he was uh, you know earlier in his career. And I think that that could eventually help him a lot in the long run. Yeah, I'd agree to that. Um, when you, back when he was uh, fighting. Floyd Mayweather, I absolutely, I, I still don't really like him. I don't really like Conor McGregor much at all. I, I respect him because he's a beast. Yeah, but he, he's a, definitely a total badass. I hated him when he all the shit talking that went on between. That was him my and favorite Floyd. part. <laughs> all that, all that happened, and definitely that fight. Him entering into the boxing realm that helped his name get out there a lot. 
just a just a whole nother sport that he got involved with. And there was that fight, the Khabib fight. Those are two huge fights, two oh, of the biggest yeah. fights that you've seen. And they they were, I don't think they were even that far apart. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. And, and then and then he comes back and he comes back in his last recent fight and beats the absolute shit out of, out of a man in out of 40 a, seconds. Out of a belt contender. Exactly, yeah. These, are, these guys aren't just cupcakes. He's beating the no, shit out, yeah. of, out of bad motherfuckers. He, he's definitely got to be relevant because for continuing to do this and for getting these big fights, these big names. Yeah, I, he's definitely relevant I, to me. I, I would definitely have to agree with that. I think if we would have picked this name, you know, maybe a few weeks ago before the Cowboy fight, I think that potentially we might have had to stick him maybe in the in-between category, maybe even lean towards not relevant. But I think that because of his latest fight, and I think just that he's proven himself to continue being this peak athlete, I think I think personally I'm going to have to stick him in the relevant category. Peyton's given us his answer. Jagger, what's, what's on your mind? Well, honestly, he's definitely relevant, but – not going to lie, I think he made the UFC relevant because back when, before his time, I mean, everyone watched a little bit probably, but like he, he just was just an animal. Yeah, I think he, you're right. He, I think he brought like popularity to the UFC Definitely. because of how crazy he was. I mean, he talked so much shit. It didn't matter if he got his ass kicked, he was still talking shit, like and it was every fight. And he was also the first uh, fighter to win in two different weight classes, the belt. I mean, that's – that's he has a, he had a lot of records back, like, I, w- I want to say in his prime. But, I mean, he's yeah. probably mm-hmm. still in his prime. Yeah. So, I would definitely stick him in the relevant section. No questions asked. Sounds good. So, Conor McGregor – uh, is the second, sec- oh, excuse me, the second name that we're going to stick in the relevant category. I think Peyton's going to draw another name. So Peyton, what's good? Oh, we got LaCroix for the next one up. LaCroix, you dirty, dirty drink. I hate you with all my heart. LaCroix, for those of you that don't know, um, is basically like an off-brand, supposed to be healthier soda. Um, it's basically carbonated water with a Jolly Rancher in it. It tastes absolutely horrible. I cannot stand the taste of LaCroix. It was a huge hit back when it first came came out because a lot of white moms were really hyped about it. They thought, yeah, Jagger's pointing at himself. I, I'm sure Jagger's mom was buying them by the freaking cases but yeah like that just kind of proves my point i mean people are really hyped about this stuff then you literally took one sip of it and realized how shit it was it, it was tastes tru- like shit yeah it was truly horrible if you think we're exaggerating i triple dog dare you to go out buy a case of lacroix and finish the whole case within a day i literally guarantee you cannot do it and if you can please hit up my dms we will argue about this until i die i i firmly believe that lacroix is terrible when you would rather grab a 7-Up than a LaCroix, <laughs> you know it's got to be <laughs> bad. Like you said, they're, they're, like they're, there's not much flavor there. No. It's just bad. They're, I don't know how you could just sit there and sip a LaCroix for like... It's stale water. Yeah, it's pretty damn bad. I, I don't drink them. I don't know, I don't know if some people like, like to make mixed drinks with them or something like that. They're just, they're just straight cheeks. They're yeah. not good at all. And, I mean, I don't know. Just like we said about 7-Up, I don't know a damn person who would go and buy a LaCroix just to drink it. I think it's worse. Like in It, that it is worse. I think it's worse than It's the worst tasting beverage than 7-Up, yeah. easily. And and I I really don't – I don't really have much to say about it, but I definitely do not think it's relevant. I, I, I think it's bottom of the barrel, just like 7-Up. That's gross shit. Yeah. I would agree with Peyton. Uh, this is probably going to be like – a pretty negative shout out, but Sadie Dreski, you tried to give me a LaCroix once and have me take a drink of it, and I literally looked at the can and was like, this has got to taste like ass, and she made me try it, and it tastes like ass. Tastes I don't horrible. know. I don't know why you'd want to drink that stuff, but sorry, Sadie, it's ass. It, yeah. I, and I honestly, I don't think she likes it after she had one, so... <laughs> I think maybe she was just trying to get me to drink it because it tastes like absolute shit. Yeah, so. I it's I could definitely like. That's one of those drinks you drink when you hate your life. Yeah, when it's you're like, at the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, it's like when every night you're having cardboard pizza and canned ravioli for supper. Yeah, you you might be you might be moving on. To I'm that, getting there onto that boat soon. Very like. close to getting a 12 pack Lacroix and calling it good for the night. Exactly. 
Yeah, dude, it's just ass. It's not relevant. I, I think we've come to terms with that. Yeah, no, I, I think we're going to stick that. You know, and, and it's sad because this is a this is going to be our probably our shortest segment um, on this episode. But we really there's not much to talk about. I mean, it's truly a horrible drink. You don't see like anybody else really like 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 you mentioned about Seven Up. You don't. You literally do not see people enjoying a Lacroix. You don't see. You don't see people going out. I I could maybe see like. My grandma, like, going out to her back porch and drinking LaCroix, like, maybe having a dart. Yeah, when enjoying her, taste, her, day. her taste buds are probably gone. Yeah. They what did the maker movie. of LaCroix, like, think when he was making this? Did I, he, like, personally, did he yeah. actually think it was good? I have no idea. That's, yeah, that's a, honestly, that's a fair question. People think we're being smart asses. That's a fair question. I, pers- I, do you guys know anybody that actually enjoys drinking it? No. No. Absolutely do you, not. Do you think, honestly, do you think he was just trying to get, like, free publicity is this supposed to be like a healthier drink is it yeah it's literally supposed to be okay so it's sparkling water and like is technically i guess what it's called i think it's literally supposed to be like a healthier alternative to soda i think that's the brand like the frame that they were going for and that's that is honestly you know what hats off i'm gonna pop off a little bit here hats off to the creator of Lacroix because he saw he saw the world that we were living in and he said it does not matter what kind of drink i make in this factory if i label it as healthy and an alternative to soda i am going to make bank on that's it. what i was going to say you think he was trying to get like publicity even though it tastes like shit to just be like healthy Probably, or, or even if, if you, was he if just you guys ever had sparkling water it's cheeks yeah it's, it's, like, yeah, it's yeah. no it's gross at all so, so if you think about it that way, maybe Lacroix is relevant for being, for being like I don't know I don't I wouldn't want to say they're monopolizing the sparkling water industry. No, but it's far better for sure. Yeah, but I, I don't know. Name one, but I think all sparkling water is pretty bad. So no, yeah, same. I are you guys ready to shit your pants? Because yeah, I have I have some stuff for you. Okay, so I I looked up the guy's name to give him a give him an official shout out. Nick Caparella, you know what? Hats off to you for seizing the moment and making this horrible drink to make money. But he has lost $2.7 billion, more than half of his net worth in the past nine months. In the, what? With because LaCroix, do you know why? With the stocks dropping on LaCroix. Oh, my God. When yeah. was LaCroix, Dude, when was low LaCroix made? I could, I'll, I'll, I'll look it up for you guys, but just kind of give me your thoughts on that amazing number. That just shows you how irrelevant it is. It's definitely at an all-time low. How much th- was maybe it? people have come to terms. 2.9 billion. 2.9 billion? I don't think you, a lot of people I don't think understand how much money that is. Like That's ridiculous. Like even when you're rich as hell, like that is a shit ton of money. What is he doing? I, I don't know. I'd sell the company. I'd burn it to the ground. He should have sold it nine okay, months why, ago. Why do you think it, it, shit the bed so much do you think it's just because people hate it well but I, I don't i don't know if anybody's ever liked it though exactly so I why like was, this is how was it company? so popular before and then the stock just dropped like shit ton yeah okay so we i looked it up and Lacroix was founded in 1981 so it's been around so for it's, a while so it's like our grandmas used to drink that like in their 40s that's basically it. that's got to be it it started back when people literally didn't know better like they were just kind of drinking river water at that point they were doing whatever they wanted and they found this carbonated water in wisconsin are you kidding me wisconsin figure do better this is not a fucking joke i i excuse my french my mother listens to this show but what what the hell Wisconsin? you are better than this you have great i we have we have a friend that goes up to wisconsin every once in a while to visit his girlfriend's family brings back cheese for us whenever and it's great cheese wisconsin's better than that wisconsin they, they is truly better focus on cheese get out of the sparkling water stuff no, yeah, no it's i mean focus on Lacroix. no Lacroix. you know what nick if that's your name, Nick, you made LaCroix, you deserve to be $2.9 billion in debt. I take back all the accolades. I, I could I agree to that. Maybe like For how bad of a drink it is, he kind of deserves it. Yeah. All the money he made off of that shitty drink, he kind of deserves to just have a fallout and yeah. to just kind of have I like agree. a midlife crisis. Yeah, I, I, I would agree with that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this moment really quick. Um, Nick, you know, we don't like to be jerks on this show. 
So if you, if you, you know, feel obligated, you are welcome. We have four mics up here. You are, you are welcome. Come up here, talk this out with us. We would love to have an interview with you about your shitty drink. You can bring your kids if you want, maybe your wife. I don't really care. Just don't bring a If they haven't left us. you yet for losing <laughs> $2.9 billion in nine months. That's facts. So, um, yeah. Obviously, I think we're all pretty dead set on not relevant for LaCroix. I think that might honestly be pretty soon. We have this um, idea of making a goaded section um, for like the most relevant terms on our show. We might have to make an opposite of that section. And I think that LaCroix might be entering its way into that uh, section. But for right now, we're going to stick in the not relevant section. I think we're going to move on. All right. This next one, somebody you guys might not have heard about yet. Zion Williamson. Oh, that's uh, is that that basketball basketball player. player is he that the like New Orleans Pelicans? Really big boy, like yeah, tall. okay, yeah, he's he put, I, greatest of all time. Oh yeah, he's easily the greatest okay. Basketball yep, player yep. Of all I've time. heard of yeah. this kid. Um, it, yeah, we haven't gotten a chance to talk about him on the show yet. I don't think. Um, Zion Williamson, literally the greatest basketball player of all time of our generation. Zion Williamson, the absolute goat. You heard it from me first. Zion Williamson is an absolute tank. Uh, he goes up against LeBron, almost drops 30 on that old man's head. Like he, like LeBron even deserves to be on the same freaking court as him. Pete, 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 take it away. In that game then they, that they played the Lakers, it was his first time matching up against LeBron, and there was there was a shot. It was a it was just a rebound, just a just a rebound, and it got it got highlights everywhere. You yeah. saw all over Twitter, all over SportsCenter. Zion jumped out of the gym to get a to get a rebound, stretched his arm over Dwight Howard, one of the best rebounders in the league. He's a freak of nature. His bounce is unmatched. He's ridiculous. You know what Michael Jordan would have done in that situation? He would have said, Scotty, get that damn rebound. <laughs> that, or Rodman. Rodman. Rodman, go get that rebound. Yep. He wouldn't he wouldn't have jumped for that. Zion is the full package. We see him draining threes now. We've seen a step back. We saw him in the first game, hit like four in a row. He's he's he is crazy. He's out of his mind. He's playing insanely good. He he's 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 going out just about every night, getting twenty twenty five points or thirty points. He he's doing through. I saw through his first twelve games. He has better numbers in just about everything. This is obviously it's only twelve games. His first twelve games. Yeah. But he is coming off of an injury. He he just started playing, and he's he's. If you compare him to LeBron, first twelve games of his career, he has. Better numbers in just about every section. Yep. How how can you question that? You can't. You Dude, have to. Honestly, I don't watch basketball, and I see him every day, probably. Yeah. Every day on social media. I mean, how can you not think he's relevant? And if, you truly are not a basketball watcher. Like you truly. I mean. No, I, I I've probably never watched a total of five minutes of the NBA in my life. Yeah. And you know Zion Williamson. You know his capabilities. Yes, I, think I know that's he's really, a beast. Yeah, and he easily is probably the best player of all time. Yeah, hands down. <laughs> <laughs> if if you if you just look at the numbers, you're like, you're like yeah, this guy, this damn, this guy's pretty damn good. His numbers are looking good. He's looking like he's he could he could be a stud, all star, maybe the best of all time? Question mark. But then you just go watch the damn tape. You watch this man play the game. It's. Like he's like a juggernaut. Yeah, he's literally unstoppable. He he is a force. He is fast as fuck. He can jump out of the gym. He's he's lighting it up from three now. He can do it all, and he's just absolutely insane to watch. You he, go any night. You go you go watch him make a layup. It's probably not gonna lay it up because he's gonna throw it down on your fucking head. Yeah, but he's a madman. Everything he does just looks amazing. He is the equivalent. Um, if you're familiar with biblical terms, he is the equivalent. Okay, so the story of Noah's Ark, Zion is the ark, and the rest of the NBA is the animals. Yes, and so he right. is carrying the NBA. He is bringing the NBA to its peak. I would love nothing more than to shake that man's hand. Oh yeah, for sure. You that's that would be insane. Zion, when he was coming in, when he was like when he was left college, playing at Duke. People questioned him if he would be able to transfer his talent to the NBA. And really, the, the NBA is made for him. It's it's becoming a more fast-paced league. Really flashy, highlights everywhere. Yep. It is like a playground for Zion. Yeah, literally a playground. There was, there was a lot, a lot, a lot of questioning if he could really handle it 
at the next level. And he's really kind of shitting on anybody who questioned him. Yeah. It's like, it's like, he's like, this league is literally made for me and I will tear through it. And that's what he's been doing. Zion was blowing up when he was in college. Uh, in high school. In, in high school. In, okay, high school. in high school. In high school, yeah. So he's been relevant for years. Yeah. He has been. He's been dominating every – he dominated high school basketball. He dominated college basketball. He's dominating the NBA. He's ridiculous. He's relevant. Yeah, I'd have to agree. If my wife one day were to leave me for Zion Williamson, I wouldn't be sad. I'd be happy for her. Yeah. I would be truly happy things. for her. Yeah, on to better things. And I think that's kind of you know what we're going to do here. We're going to stick Zion in the relevant category. Uh, absolute goat. He is goaded, and I think we're going to move on. We need to get Zion on the show sometime. We do need to get I'll I'll, I'll make, a couple, uh, make a couple big boy moves. Uh, we're getting up there in viewers, uh, getting up there in <laughs> listeners. I, I, think, I think I'm going to make a couple moves, and we'll get Zion on the show for you guys one day. All righty, we're going to move into one of our last topics on the show. We're going to let Jagger pick this one out. Jagger, what is the next topic? Husker Sports. All righty, so we got Husker Sports, a very uh, – this this should be a fun topic to talk about. Uh, Husker Sports, for the most part, other than women's bowling and volleyball, kind of suck all around, really nothing. Nothing I'm worthy of, you know, really giving – positive recognition to but you know you look in the past uh, they've had a lot of success uh, football wise um baseball team almost made it to uh that well they almost won the big 10 uh, championship last year that was pretty cool um but yeah basically women's bowling and volleyball have basically been the two uh two dominant sports in nebraska history uh well i'll let you guys kind of give give your two cents on the topic um so football yeah we've had we've had our ups and we're definitely in our downs we thought hiring scott frost would save uh husker football maybe and so far that's clearly not what's been happening i would say you can't count him out though we, no not yeah yet. we definitely not can't. yet that's fair we have high hopes and we had a, the huskers had a really good uh football recruiting class preseason rank number 22 yeah so props for that but we have we haven't seen him do anything yet and yeah, yeah, they're ranked. They're 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 ranked preseason, and I don't I don't know that that kind of helps them be relevant a little bit. But when you look how bad of the seasons they've had lately, Husker fans have a have a huge, huge like they're really uh, really into the into everything really, especially football. So Husker football fans are crazy about about it. Every year is a disappointment to them. But we still coming, sell that coming, sta- stadium coming, yes. out. Coming from Husker fans, we are all, all Husker fans ourselves, us three on the show. Just about every year we think, we think, oh, this could be the year. We're coming back this, this year. This could be the year, we, we yep. could be We could be great again. And then it ends in, in a terrible season, yep. going 500 or under. Disappointment. It, it's, it's just been, yes, disappointment. That's the one word to describe Husker athletics, I'd say, right now as a whole is a disappointment. We we just uh, hired Fred Hoiberg as the head basketball coach. We thought we thought, hey, maybe he's the mayor. He might he might come and save basketball. He was our basketball good at team. Iowa State. Yeah. He has a cr- good yeah. record. Yeah, he's a he's a well-respected person, well-respected coach. And and then you see this season. Holy shit, they yeah. suck. JV girls basketball suck too. Like not even like <laughs> Yeah, it's not bad. it's bad suck. It's really they're, bad. like it, they're not competitive at all. It's you Oh, they they were was it Michigan State they were playing a few weeks ago up up at up or yeah, it was, it was like it tied was close at halftime. Half, yeah. And then they just got their shit stomped by like twenty or thirty. And that's kind of how it goes, uh, for Nebraska basketball. And since that's the sport that they're that they're partaking in right now, they're just shit. Yeah. They're horrible. bad. I don't. Do they even have ten wins? I don't even know if they have got ten I wins. I don't know. I'll, I, I'll look it up. I have really Bleacher quick. Bleacher Report on my phone. I'm. I have Husker football games, Husker basketball games, so I can get updates on the scores and the wins if they lose. And yeah, every 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 few days, I see a I see a a scoring update, and it's. Every single time, it's Nebraska loses to this team. They're it's, seven and twenty-one. My now goodness! Overall. Yeah, yeah, so seven wins. Two and fifteen in the conference. Somehow they're not. Are they in last? Yeah, place. they're in second to last, right? Yeah, yeah. Fucking Northwestern. My it's goodness. it's bad right now for Husker sports. It's not looking good, but we do have we have we do have two new coaches. 
We'll give them. We'll give them their chances. The wrestling team's doing good. Yeah, right the wrestling now. team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wrestling that's team's true. Kind of popping off. Okay. Yeah, the wrestling. They're ranked number two. Go, ahead, go off on them, Jack. They're ranked go in uh, number two. With all, I mean, that was pretty good under Iowa. I was pretty dominant as well as Penn State, and we kind of got our shit clapped by them, by them both, honestly. But I think we're number four now, so we're not doing too bad. We're we're looking pretty good for the. Big Ten championships, but I mean, honestly, how relevant is wrestling as a whole, anyway? So. And that's coming from a wrestler. Yeah, you, this is not, not like yeah. biased towards wrestling in any means. This I mean, is just you, you think of high school sports? I guarantee you, you ask anyone, and they say name three high school sports. Wrestling's not going to be one of them. Yeah, be, I mean that's just how it is. It's Unless never, they it's are never, a wrestler yeah, themselves, it's never yeah. really been that popular. Um among pretty much anywhere honestly i mean honestly the only place that i think wrestling is probably really relevant is maybe iowa and that's just because they that's it's just a big wrestling state and honestly nebraska is a pretty big wrestling state but i mean it's not that relevant nebraska i wouldn't say but honestly going back to football like hiring scott frost i think that was a good move but i don't think it's it hasn't hasn't shown any anything yet i think it still can i feel like we're gonna keep him around for a while i feel like it'd kind of be like i feel like for the huskers if they fired him that'd be kind of a taking a shit on everybody honestly because everyone he had so much hype and he still honestly does everyone thinks he can still do good so but moving on from that how relevant is volleyball honestly like that that's it's it hurts to say because we're kind of we're pretty damn good in but. In, in nebraska it is relevant yeah, it's very true. relevant in nebraska but honestly, like around the united states yeah it's not I that mean. relevant and when i mean i'm going to be honest i didn't know we were good at volleyball until we won not too long <laughs> yeah. ago i mean i didn't even know <laughs> volleyball was a sport in college <laughs> I mean, that, that's pretty damn shitty, no cap. But I don't know. I mean, I was I was a young boy, so I don't know. I would say, honestly, I'm going to have to go in between section, but it's probably leaning more towards not relevant. Yeah. Yeah, and like we said, uh, Nebraska volleyball is a powerhouse. Oh, yeah. And you said the bowling team. Women's bowling. Yeah, women's bowling. They're they're really good, aren't they? Oh, they're they're yeah. impeccable. B- but who gives a shit? Yeah, exactly. You never hear no nobody in the world outside of Nebraska knows how good Nebraska bowling is, unless you're probably a uh, collegiate bowling athlete. Yeah, like you don't know. So, this you look at the sports that are relevant, or the like the more relevant sports in college athlete athletics. You think probably basketball, football, and Huskers are not not relevant in either of them so kind of for that alone i'd say they're they're pretty pretty irrelevant and i, I would agree with jagger maybe put them in the middle section but i i think they kind of deserve how bad they've been doing lately yeah. and this is coming from nebraska fans yeah. we we yeah, all we wish love them the best. this we is want not biased we don't we don't hate them we want them to do good but we're just facts are facts Facts don't I, care about your feelings. Facts, That's not facts. Care. Ben Shapiro. I'd my say guy. I'd say Husker sports are completely irrelevant at this point. Yeah, I, and you know, I before I you know get into what I personally think, I just like to state again: this is in no way to shit on the wrestlers in the state of Nebraska. No way to shit on the volleyball players. Even if you're a women's bowler, that is awesome. Like I, I'm very very proud of you know the way Nebraska is consistently good at volleyball. And I think it's awesome what the men are doing on the wrestling mats this season. But like we said, facts are facts. People just the most relevant sports that come to mind in collegiate terms are football and basketball. And Nebraska is absolutely horrible at both, at of, both of those sports. And that's just coming to terms with the facts, taking it with a grain of salt. And I would have to agree with you guys. I think personally, I'm going to put them in the middle section. I think that I think that you know. We've earned enough respect from the '90s as a football program that we're still somewhat relevant in the terms of, in terms of you know best collegiate football team teams to ever you know walk the earth. So I think that somewhat keeps us in the relevant category. If the '90s never happened, I think Nebraska yeah. is the least relevant you know sporting school possibly in the world. Yeah, if we, if we if we weren't so dominant in football in in the '90s like we were, 
we were like an Alabama type team back oh, then. Oh yeah. If we didn't have Everyone that going hated for us, playing us. Yeah, if we didn't have that going for us, we oh my. We would have the legacy of Nebraska football would be terrible. I'd be an NC State fan all the way. Yeah. Completely. You would you would I don't I I feel like that's kind of where the where like the such like the hype comes from from Nebraska fans is I feel like a lot of us are still li- and this is before our time even oh, in the 90s. Oh yeah, I wasn't alive. A lot of us are living in the past when we when we think about Nebraska football, we think yeah, we were really, really, really good once, and since then we have not. We, we, Bo Pelini, we were decent. We were winning a good amount of games, but we weren't. We weren't shaking anything up in, no, in any yeah. big way. We got to the top top ten a couple of times, yeah. but but other than that, we're we're we've been pretty subpar. So yeah, I mean overall, I think we're all in agreement. We're gonna stick him in the middle category. I think honestly, UNL Nebraska, you should be grateful that we're doing that. To yeah, you. they. I don't know if they really even deserve that. Yeah. We'll we'll give it to you in the middle though. All right, so I think we have one more, little bit special of a category um, up next, and this will be our last category of the day. P, what is it? Next, we're gonna talk about the relevant show. The relevant show. If you don't know what the relevant show is, you might have dementia because you are listening to it. The relevant show, obviously, stars Peyton Williams and Blake Hilkemeyer, where we discuss, you know, literally anything and everything and talk about its relevancy. How relevant is the relevant show in you guys' eyes? Being a hundred percent honest, not being biased whatsoever. What are you guys' takes on the relevant show at the moment? I mean, around our school, I would say it's becoming more popular i've been trying to blow it up but i mean you talk to some people and they still don't know what it is so i feel like so early in its stages i feel like it's probably not relevant yeah which kind of sucks to say because i love it so much but we're about being fair here on this yes, fucking show yes about being fair and i would honestly i don't i mean there's not really much to say i mean we're not you guys haven't been going too long yet, so yeah. We, yeah. Give me it some time. Analytics. We know. Yep. We we see how many people listen to the show, but but and it's like 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 Jagger said, it's not it's not on a global stage. No. We don't we don't have that many listeners. But the thing is, is we do get we do get a, a lot of you guys who listen. We do get feedback from you. We we hear a lot of positive feedback. We hear a lot of people like it. Say they've listened listened to a lot of the episodes that they really enjoy them. But when you look at it in the grand scheme of things, we suck. Yeah, that's facts. We're we're trying. We're tr- we're trying to get better. And who knows? And we this we, def- could blow we up. definitely have. We've been we obviously anything you start the first the first takes not gonna get not gonna be as popular as the next ones, especially if it's good if it's a good thing. So yeah. everyone starts from the bottom. Yeah. yeah. So you got to start somewhere. Yeah. And but yeah, go ahead. Okay, I, I was just gonna you know bring up the analytics that you kind of talked about. Um, so right now at you know the relevant show here, um, total plays we have 234 total plays throughout our four episodes. Our top episode has 72 plays, which we are very grateful for. We yes. I, I just taking this one moment to say that we truly appreciate every single one of you that sits through these honestly kind of stupid shows. We are just a couple of college kids up here having some fun, taking time out of our week to try to make a couple of kids smile. We really, really do appreciate every single one of you guys that listens to it. But we're just we're kind of up here just stating facts. I mean, when we, like Peyton said, when you look at the grand scheme of things, although, you know, 72 plays on an episode, you know, especially when you're just starting off from scratch. Um, it's it's very good. We're very pleased with it. But as of right now, facts are facts, and we're not relevant. Yeah, and when you when you look at the when you look at things, how relevant are podcasts in the first place? Yeah, the only one that I know that may be relevant, the Joe is Rogan, the Joe Rogan yeah. show. And so, yeah, go ahead. And honestly, like, how much clout does he really get for that? Like, That's fair. It's probably not even if you most people if you'd ask them like they'd be like what is that? Yeah. So I don't know. So Maybe. for those of you who don't know, th- this whole podcast started out as Blake Blake had to do a few podcasts for his class, and he asked me to join him, sit in with him, talk about some stuff with him on the show, and. We we really had a fun time doing it. We did it. We did the first three episodes were all for his class. We got we got past those three episodes, and we we thought, hey, we, we really enjoy doing this. Yeah. We we've heard a lot of positive feedback. A lot of people like it. So we were like, let's just keep doing it. We enjoy doing it. We enjoy we enjoy people enjoying the show, and 
you know, if we become more relevant, so be it. But if we don't, I, I don't know. We, we still like doing it. It's still fun for us. And I feel like, I feel like even for the amount of viewers and how irrelevant we are right now, I feel like it's still worth doing the show for, for how much fun and how much we enjoy doing the oh, show. Oh, yeah, 100%. I have to agree with you there um, on that one, Peyton. I think, you know, um, yeah, overall, we're going to stick this. We're going to stick the relevant show in the not category, not relevant category for right now. But I promise you guys, we are going to continue to work at this, you know, day in, weekly, day in, day out. Try to get better, uh, try to get better content for you guys. We really do want to make this show the best that we possibly can. Because you know what? I don't want to work a nine to five job for the rest of my life. If I, <laughs> if I ended up, you know, blowing this up somehow, we ended up working things out. I would drop out of college literally ASAP. So th- again, thank you guys so much for listening. We really do appreciate it. I think we're all in agreement. We're going to stick in the not relevant category for right now. Maybe we'll check in with you guys in a year and it'll be different. Who knows? Yep. All righty. I think uh, that's all we have for today. This is going to be a long one, so we're going to try. I'm going to try to cut you guys, you know, off a little bit so you don't get too bored. P, why don't you give us the weekly recap? Uh, we're going to have Jags do this one. Perfect. Jagger, give the it to weekly us. Weekly recap. Well, in the not relevant section, we have Seven Up, Lacroix, and sadly to say, the relevant show. In the middle section, we have Steve Kerr, Husker Sports. And I believe that is it for that. And then the on the relevant side, we have Global Warming, Connor McGregor, and Zion Williamson, the greatest basketball player of all time. All righty. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you so much, Jagger Ogden, for making the trip up from Atkinson to join us on the show. We absolutely loved having him. Guys, again, I cannot stress this enough. Thank you guys so much for listening. We really do appreciate everything you guys do for us. Um, like I said, we, uh, Peyton and I were actually talking. We're getting close to, you know, we're at 72 views on our top uh, episode. Once we hit that 100 mark, we're talking a little bit about doing a possible giveaway for you guys because we really do appreciate all of you guys, everything you do. It might not be something big, but keep telling people to tune in. We're going to get you guys. We're going to find a way to say thank you to each and every one of you guys. We really do promise that. So thank you guys so much for listening. This has been Episode 5 of The Relevant Show. You guys have any closing remarks? Uh, yeah, like you said, Get a, get us. We we want we want a hundred hundred listeners on an episode, and we'll we'll pick somebody special to to give something away to, and really just thank you guys all for for continuing to listen to the show and continuing to give your feedback on it. We've had a lot of people who who express that they would like to come on the show and discuss things with us, and that that really makes us happy. Obviously, we can't get everybody on the show, but just really a huge thank you to everybody listening and everybody giving feedback. Uh, one thing I do know that is a big deal to these guys, keep sending these boys names. It is, it is honestly, it's probably hard to think of all these names, but if you guys keep them coming, they can keep this show going. Yeah, that, that, that's a big thing too. There's certain people you want to hear us talk about, give us the names. Yeah. That, that, that just helps our content move along. Yeah, we'll do it, 100%. Yeah, so there you guys have it. Episode 5 of The Relevant Show. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you guys back next week. I need to talk to Mike Lowry. Hello, this is Mike Lowry. The Relevant Show.